0: Five seven three five fifty five ten. It's time for The Rush with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. Sound off on the Kniffelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. Uh,
1: everything I want exists right here. I'm not going anywhere. There's zero chance that I would be coaching somewhere else. Um, I've got unfinished business here. There's a lot that I want to accomplish uh, here at Oregon. My number one priority is being elite um, here at Oregon. And we have the resources, the tools, Um, Anybody that can't understand why you would want to be here at this place doesn't understand exactly what exists here. right? Like what I've said before, with a 13-year-old, a 12-year-old, and a 10-year-old, to be able to raise your uh, family in a community like this, to be able to compete for uh, championships and have the ability – to get the resources you need. You know, a lot of coaches hang on to these moments and they don't do anything or don't say anything, one, because they don't want egg on their face when they decide to do something else, right? Two, because they're concerned about things that I'm not concerned about, like getting a better contract. Like, I'm taking care of extremely well here at Oregon. I have the resources I need here at Oregon to be really, really successful. I'm not motivated by that. I'm motivated by winning. I'm motivated by being elite here. Um, and our players deserve my complete focus. Uh, our fans deserve the best uh, product on the field so it's outside noise it didn't matter before it doesn't matter now I'll continue to say it till I'm blue in the face I want to be here at Oregon uh, that hasn't changed that won't change okay all right Dan
2: Lanning now that's not from today that's from about a month ago when A&M was heavily pursuing the Oregon head coach and You know, maybe the tone's a little bit different when A&M is trying to get you versus uh, Alabama trying to get you, but he did say that around a month ago, Travis. Does it change your opinion whatsoever about Dan Lanning being a serious candidate or if he would take the Alabama job if offered?
3: Look, man. Roy Williams didn't uh what did he say give a crap about uh, North Carolina uh-huh. when he was in Kansas. Lincoln Riley wasn't going to leave OU. You know, all this, you know, even even uh you know Missouri's defensive coordinator was tweeting this that and the, oh, LSU came calling. Like I'm I don't believe a single coach that ever Tells me that he's not leaving for another job, and that he's there for life. You hear about all these, oh, I'm going to retire here. I never want to leave. Like, and and that would be my advice to anybody out there on on uh, these airwaves. Do not believe any coach that says he's not leaving, because it'll save you some heartbreak.
2: Uh, here are the uh, updated buyout numbers, by the way, from Pete, uh, Pete Thamel. Buyouts for potential Alabama head coach candidates. In case you missed it, Nick Saban's retiring. Dan Lanning's buyout at Oregon is twenty million dollars. Twenty million dollars for Dan Lanning at Oregon. Kalen DeBoer is twelve million. Dabo is seven and a half. Why are we acting like James Franklin is a realistic candidate at Alabama? His is six million. Mike Norvell at Florida State is four million. So, as we said last hour, it is reported that Dan Lanning is the leading candidate for this. Not only would Bama have to pay him an incredible amount of money, they'd also have to pay at least twenty million dollars in buyout money to get him out of Eugene.
3: Wow, I mean, it's it's less than I thought it would be. To be honest, I thought it was I thought it'd be more than twenty, but I mean, 20 is a lot. But I mean, not nearly as much as you're going to pay him when you when he signs that contract and. That's the thing. It's it's not as big of a splash if you take Sharon Moore, or if you take Jed Fish, or even if you take Sark, really, because he, you know, like a lot of people are saying, Well, you know, it kinda makes sense for him to go back, this, that, and the other. Like, if you are able to pull somebody, like Dan Lanning, out of Oregon, that show that shows the college world. That you are still yep. you are still here and you're not going anywhere. And I think, Tyler, that's an important thing for Alabama to do. I think they really want this to be like there are certain hires that don't need to be a splash. I think Alabama's like, no, this needs to be the biggest sure. cannonball splash. We don't can let
2: money be an issue here. You're Alabama. You're the best program in the past 15 years. You're a football school. million, whatever. If we view him as the best head coach out there, we'll pay $20 million in buyout money and pay whatever it takes. If you believe Dan Lanning is the best head coach available for you that you can get, then I'm with you, man. You you go and pay it if you're Alabama. But what if it's, and this is to the text line too, what if it's not Dan Lanning? What if it's not Kalen DeBoer? What if it's not Dabo? What if it's Sark? What if it's Sark at Texas that ends up getting that call and ends up getting that job? Are you – I mean, I I guess, like, how do you feel about Texas moving forward? Do you feel better about OU's chances against Texas in the next three years if Sark is there, isn't there, or do you just view Sark as a guy like – yeah, he's fine, but I, I still think OU will be just fine against Texas the next three years. Like, how, how will you view OU situation moving forward with Texas if Sark ends up getting the job in Tuscaloosa?
3: I think, I think Texas would take a major, I mean a major step back if Sark takes the Alabama job, because I think a, and we we you know whoever you have your opinions on it, but. Arch is gone at that point. Cause he wanted to play for Sark and it would be all too easy just to say, Oh well, Sark's gone. Yeah, well I'm just gonna go to Alabama and not drop off any of my you know, any of my success really. He's gone. We've already talked during the whole first hour about all they've lost, and their defensive line coach, among others, a bunch of players obviously. But the optics of Alabama being able to come in and poach your guy is also going to hurt. It's going to hurt egos. It's going to hurt recruiting. Oh, yeah. It's going to It's it's gonna be frustrating. And Texas has not shown that they're good at hiring coaches. So, Sark got them their first playoff appearance, won the Big 12, something that a lot of their previous coaches could not do. Now you go back to the drawing board, and, oh, by the way, who else follows Sark? Uh, I mean – A lot. T- to Bama, quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. So – I think, I, I mean, Sark wouldn't be my first hire if I'm Alabama, and that's the reason you don't see him in some of the you know the early buyout numbers from you know uh, different reporters. But I mean, if Sark were if Sark were to get poached by Bama, that would set Texas back significantly.
2: Yeah. CT and Piedmont says I love the thought of Sark going to Texas would be a mess and probably mess up the hire. Uh nine oh three if that happens, that means landing turned it down. So no landing at Texas. That's a win win. Danny Boomer says Sark going to Bama equals mass exodus from Texas. Five eight oh Sark scares me more than any other Texas coach has, so would love to see him leave Texas. Uh nine one eight if Sark goes to Bama, Urban Meyer to Austin Yikes. So it feels like most would say, "Yeah, I uh, I'd be down for Sark to go to uh, to go to Alabama."
3: Well, Sark going to Alabama would, I mean, it would feed families on this show. Oh, <laughs> like, buddy, man! I mean, oh boy, like that's that would that would be awesome. But you know, here's the thing: Sark might not. I mean, Sark might not even get a phone call. He might not even get an email. Not even a you up. But that won't stop Texas from spinning this as. Yep, we were able to hold on to Sark over Alabama.
2: Yeah, yeah, you you know how that would uh, how that would be spun. Urban Meyer's getting a lot of text right now. Colin KC, do we really feel that's a, a realistic option for a major job in college football? I mean, it was no. the worst NFL tenure, maybe of all time. It didn't even last a year. Um, he, <laughs> I mean, the off the field stuff was bad. The on the field stuff was was pretty terrible too. I just. I I guess I I don't view Urban Meyer as a realistic candidate for Alabama or Texas or Michigan or whatever major job is open.
3: Yeah, I mean he's about to turn sixty. He not that he not not that you know that's too old to coach by any means. But I mean I think we're past it, aren't we? Aren't, aren't we? Aren't I feel we, like we are. Yes. Aren't we past it? Cole Casey
2: was joking about that one. So well, yeah. but I
3: but but I mean he may have been, but. I'm sure that there are many people that are not joking. There, about no, Urban there, Meyer there, there have been. About. On
2: the text line, Mini Urban Meyer text.
3: Right. So, I mean, hasn't coached, you know, in college since 2018, which was pre NIL, pre really like transfer portal as we know it now. I just. I don't. I don't feel Urban Meyer is going to get another big college coaching job. Great point. And I don't think he should.
2: Great point on the uh, <laughs> on the Urban Meyer fronts. Uh, does Alabama have a lot of nudie bars? Ask Lost City sooner. If so, Urban may be in for Bama. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, that's good. Is, is
3: that where is that where Sark met the pole assassin? Or not Sark? Jeff Banks met the. The pole I, assassin?
2: He was at Alabama before. Yeah, pole assassin for uh, head coach at, at <laughs> because, Alabama.
3: Because if Jeff Banks met the pole assassin while he was coaching at Alabama, then I promise you the nudie bars are enough to take care of Urban Meyer.
2: We're getting a lot of Lane Kiffin text right now. Um, excuse, we're getting a lot of uh, Urban Meyer text. We're also getting a lot of Lane Kiffin text. I just, man. I, 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 I can't view that as a realistic scenario for, for Alabama. Ha, has he done a nice job at Ole Miss? Yeah, he, he has. He's done a nice job at Ole Miss. What, they went 11 games this year. But sure, he was at Alabama at one time. That, I, I just, I, I can't see Alabama wanting to operate the way that, Nick's, that, uh, that Kiffin's operated at Ole Miss. That's a very offensive-led program. I uh, maybe he'll get an interview. I don't. I don't think Lane Kiffin will be a serious candidate at Bama. What say you?
3: No, uh, no. I mean, he won the uh, he won Conference USA when he was at Florida Atlantic. Outside of that, what has he done, Tyler? Like that's what annoys me. Is like he obviously didn't do anything in the NFL. He didn't do anything at USC. His success has come as a coordinator at Alabama. Ole Miss, yeah, he won some games this year, but hasn't been a world-beater there. I just, I'll never understand people's obsession with Lane Kiffin being a top top head coaching candidate.
2: Someone else who I don't think is going to be a realistic candidate, again, because of the blueprint of their program, and the stock has fallen significantly over the past six months. I don't think Lincoln Riley would be a realistic candidate for Alabama either.
3: I don't think so either. Uh, I would wonder. I would wonder if his agent could spin it as, man, USC's just not willing to play an NIL game, man. That's why you know I can't do this. You know, I. If you want good quarterback play, you know who to call. You know, like I, his agent might be able to spin it. His agent obviously did a good job with him getting out to USC, but I don't know. I. Who do you think has a higher has higher stock right now? As as it pertains to to Alabama, is it? Mule Shoe or Dabo?
2: Jeez. Um, higher stock right now. I mean, I, I got to say, I still have to say Dabo, even though the stock has fallen. At least he's won two national championships. And I, and I don't think the stock is at at its highest for Dabo that it's been in the past eight years or so. But Dabo's won two national championships, and Lincoln has gotten punked on the big stage essentially every time that he's been there. So I, yeah. I, I definitely think Dabo, yeah.
3: Yeah, here's a good text from the 480. Hey, uh, oh, sorry, from the 405. It jumped down a bit. Uh, if Lanning ends up at Bama, we should be so thankful we didn't get him as a coach. It would have gutted us again in less than three years. That's a great point. A lot of people, uh, you know, thought Lanning might be uh, Oklahoma's next coach, and uh, you know, not everything, you know, butterfly effect yeah. situation. Like, I mean, it-
2: I, there's more evidence of coaches leaving Oregon. Uh, for a big job than there is Oklahoma. I know that there's a recent example of that, but I, I guess if you want to look at it that way, I I, I If they would have hired fair. Bama,
3: regard or if Bama would have hired Lanning no matter where he was, whether he was at Oklahoma or at Oregon, then then yes, we would have hired him away from Oklahoma. But it's yeah, it's just – is it that easy, Tyler? Is it is it that easy where when the greatest coach of all time, greatest football coach of all time, at least college – Retires and instantly, it's just uh, who's a who's an up and comer that uh, well hasn't hasn't really won anything, but you know was a coordinator and won some things. That he's given the keys to the Crimson Tide. Like, is it going to be that easy?
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. If it's it's, it's going to be a fun couple of weeks, man. I again, I I think that Dan Lanning is probably the leading candidate. There's a report out there for it, but. I got to think that Nick Saban is at least going to have some opinions on who should follow him as the head coach, don't you think? And even though you're bummed right now if you're Alabama, um, maybe you listen to the head coach. I I know there's been legendary head coaches in the past who have recommended names, and those names have not worked out for potential head coaching hires, (laughs) right? I mean, I I think maybe we've even seen that around here. But Mm -hmm. I got to think that Nick Saban's going to have an opinion and Alabama would at least listen to those opinions on who Nick Saban should think is next.
3: Oh, well, of course. And that's what's so interesting. Like, look, I think Lanning is a good coach. There's no doubt about it. But he's he's only been a head coach for two years. He's not won a conference championship in either of those two years, despite probably having the best roster. I mean wouldn't you wouldn't you say Oregon has had the best roster in the Pac-12?
2: Yeah, yes I would. Yes.
3: So despite having the best roster, he hasn't won the conference two years in a row. He's first-time head coach and and immediately we're giving him the keys to Alabama. It's 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 just fascinating to me. Yeah. And and I think here's another interesting thing. is is Alabama the same job like without Saban, right? Like obviously, Saban elevated the program, but has has Nick Saban made that a top three job now? Because when they hired Nick Saban, I don't think it was a top three job. Like, no. where is it realistically?
2: Oh, I I think it's um, I I think it's definitely a top three job. You could argue that it's number one just because of the location that it's in. It's got everything that you want to to win at a high level, right? Like, uh, people have consistently, throughout my lifetime, always said, well, Texas is the best job in college football. Look how much money it makes. Texas isn't the best job in college football. They'd win a lot more if it was truly the best job in college football, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. Nick Saban's won a national championship there, multiple Bear Bryant won multiple national championships at Alabama. You had Gene Stallings, who won a national championship at 1992. There's not a whole lot of jobs out there, man, where you've had three or more head coaches win a national championship at a place. And obviously Oklahoma is one of those jobs as well. There's not a lot of jobs out there that can say that. So I think there's pressure to take over for Saban, but just in terms of what's there, the resources, I could very easily argue it's the number one job in the sport.
3: Yeah. But it, it it but you know, a lot of those a lot of those things. The greatest coach of all time was the one winning titles there. So that that that's the question because I mean geographically they have all the same advantages that Auburn does. You know, they have yeah. there are other schools in the region that do. Money wise, obviously he brought a ton of money. Now is that money gonna keep flowing? You know, to a coach that's not Nick Saban, because that was a pretty good investment. You knew if you were giving money to Nick Saban, he was going to give you a title or two or ten. Like so, it's it'll be interesting to watch. Does Bama kind of drop down a tier, uh, you know, kind of to where they were before Saban got there, or or do, are they able to keep the pace if they hire a guy like Lanning, Maybe they keep the pace.
2: I'll uh, go to uh, I'll send it to break on this text right here because I think it's interesting. From the four hundred five, it says hot take. They've already got their guy. We hereby uh, close of biz tomorrow. They're just ironing out details. Hmm. Now, he didn't get fired.
1: Who's Saban, I'm
2: sure, has been t- uh, thinking about this for a while. This wasn't just a random decision that he made. Is mm-hmm. there a chance that we're throwing out all these names and Alabama's known and they've had their guy in mind and they've, they've had it lined out for a while? There's a chance of that. I don't know. We'll talk about that coming up next. 405-651-3439 is the Kniepil-Meyer Chevrolet text line. More college football coming up next right
0: here on The Ref. This is The Ref Sports Radio Network.
2: More than 600,000 Oklahomans have disabilities. We can't afford to leave great employees behind just because they do things differently. Who we are and what we accomplish are much more important. Hire an Oklahoman with a disability and gain dependability, commitment, and lower turnover. Reach out. Oklahoma Rehabilitation Services, OKDRS.gov. 1-800-845-8476. The quarterback
1: when this game started, what answers did you have about your quarterbacks after watching both of them play tonight? Well, I still like both guys. I think both guys are good players. I think both guys can help
0: our team. All right, so why do you continually try to get me to say something that doesn't respect one of them? I'm not going to, so quit asking. A
2: lot of great sound bites over the years from uh, Nick Saban. Is that the most famous one? I'm not going to. So quit asking. So quit asking. Then you had to apologize to Maria Taylor a day or two later. that might be the most uh most well known soundbite from the Saban era at Alabama
3: and there's more than a few. Uh, it's a good one. And it, it, it it's really good in a gift too. Like really good in a gift. So yeah, I I mean I'm all about. I'm, I'm glad you found some clips to uh, to enter into every segment. It's definitely a day that we'll all remember. There's no doubt about that. Yeah.
2: the The happiest person about this, I would guess, would be probably Miss Terry, right? Miss Terry yeah. very happy about this. Miss Terry and or, Auburn fans very happy. Or, right
3: now. or Sark's agent.
2: <laughs> oh man. <Because> Dan, <laughs> Dan Lanning's <laughs> agent too. Throw him in there.
3: Right, but Sark could get a raise without ever having to do anything. You know, know what I mean? Yeah. Like. He he's calling up Del Conte right now and be like, "Hey, uh, do you think I should call Alabama or you guys? Uh, you want to get your pen out?"
2: Yeah, I I don't think Sark would be a candidate for the Michigan job. At least I don't think. But this could work out perfectly for him. The like, f- remember first, Eli Drinkwich just got nine million dollars a year for Missouri. Nine million dollars a year for Drink. Sabin retires at Alabama. Michigan could be open in a few days. Sark. Uh, he may be overpaid here in about, <laughs> in about two weeks' time. he be one of the yeah, top three I mean, highest-paid coaches in the sport, potentially.
3: I mean, I, I think that, you know, a lot of times we talk about, Tyler, why, like, who are you bidding against? Like, why did you have to pay Mike Norvell early? Like, who were you bidding against? Right? Like, a lot, of, a lot of teams just pay coaches to make sure they don't leave. Bro, when you arm a coach with, hey – uh, you just came off your your best year. And it's the best year that this university has had in a really long time. And uh, there's an opening that, that, you know, you might be a candidate for. Like, co- coaches get overpaid when their dude's not leaving. Like, can you imagine what Sark is about to ask for? Yeah. Good Lord.
2: Yeah, it's a... It's, uh... It's, it's, it's about to be ridiculous, and the Michigan job, if it were to come open in the next few days, that would have been a big deal, man. That'd be a major storyline, it'd be the biggest story going on in college football, and it'll still be a big story if it happened, but it ain't going to be a bigger story than Nick Saban retiring in Alabama, you know, like that, a major blue blood job may be open and it'll be, yeah, that's big news, not as big a news as Nick Saban leaving Alabama, though, and who they're going to hire next just cuz of what, it, how much it could alter the sport dude
3: what if uh what what if the next story that comes out is just bombshell allegations <laughs> and like the death penalty for bama oh. cuz nick had been he had 10 connor stallions mm. going around and he had like every law in the book or something like that and all of a sudden he gets that. Like, how crazy would that be?
2: Maine has to come to Norman twice because they can't find a, a game to fill in for the Alabama <laughs> game next year. Would that be back to back weeks, Maine's and Norman? Just a little do double header. Yeah, just a little double header. Day no night double header action. Who says no? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Getting your money here come worth. the sanctions. <laughs> uh, but no, we we had an interesting text going into the last break. It's well, what if this has already been figured out and they already know? And I think that that is an interesting thought. Uh, again, like Nick Saban, I. I don't think just woke up today and said, yep, after all this time, all this success, I'm going to retire. I'm going to step down. I'm going to guess that he's thought about this for a while. Maybe he let Alabama know his intentions far before today got here. So do you think that there's a chance at all that Alabama already knows who they're going to hire? And us talking about it all day is, well, that's fun and all, but they already know who their next head coach is going to be.
3: I don't know, man. It's, the, the the tough part about that is, you've got to handle that so carefully, and I get back channeling all that. But the news that Nick Saban, the goat, might retire, man, that would be hard to keep under wraps. I mean, yeah. I'm sure like Josie, you know, he's got his his list of guys that he's got in his top drawer of his uh, of his desk. But I don't think you need to know who the guy is because I think you can go get who you want, right? Nine one eight will Jalen Milrow transfer? No idea. Completely
2: depends on the hiring. But um, Alabama's still probably going to be really good next year. Leaving the starting quarterback job at Alabama is a pretty tough thing to do. My guess would be that Jalen yeah. Milrow is still at Bama next year.
3: I would agree. Uh, he'll enter the season with some of the best odds for the Heisman, no doubt about that. Uh, we've got a great text from the 405. Said so the guy who took over for Tom Osborne just got selected for the College Football Hall of Fame and still wasn't deemed good enough in comparison to the predecessor. Good luck to the next guy at Bama.
2: It's true. And they can hire
3: a Hall of Famer and it won't matter.
2: It it took like 20 years for Nebraska fans and Frank Solich to kind of mend everything, or at least they brought him back for a game this year and all that. So it's not easy. It's not easy to follow. Uh, one of the best or the best coach in in program history, and that 's what the next coach at Alabama is going to have to do but again, even the that that coach will get paid a lot of money and they 'll have all the resources necessary to win at an elite level. but you will be expected to do so right away whoever uh, whoever takes that job uh, four hundred five has Laning accepted yet uh, no he has not at least it 's not uh, official. Uh, Kirby Smart says the from the five eight zero. I hear Coach O is in the running from the four zero five. Mike Gundy, Alabama head football coach Mike Gundy. We've gotten more, uh, and I think most of them are jokes. We've gotten more Mike Gundy texts today than I than I thought we would initially.
3: Yeah, it's you know they they get on a roll. I'll tell you what the text line has been absolutely killing it. Uh, join in on the conversation, obviously, Meyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. You guys are great. A lot of Lincoln Riley. Uh And no way. it's funny because they're calling him a lot of different names on the text line. But, yeah, no, there's no way. Simply no way. No way, w- but
2: if there is a a world where I could make it happen, I'd do it. I'd love to watch Lincoln Riley crash and burn at Alabama and for that weasel to have to come to Norman next year, could you imagine? Could you imagine Lincoln oh, Riley man. and Alabama coming to Norman next year? Again, he'd I don't think to, it's going to happen, but it, it would be amazing.
3: He'd be roaming the sidelines in like the Pope Mobile, like the protective <laughs> Pope Mobile to make sure that nobody could hit him with anything. Uh, yeah, it's what about a guy like, uh, like Brian Kelly? Like I mean obviously LSU is buying him a new coaching staff right now from you know for whoever he wants but there were rumors of him maybe taking the Michigan job I mean if you're willing to take the Michigan job and leave LSU wouldn't you be willing to take the Alabama job and leave LSU Yes
2: yeah he uh, he left South Bend because there's more recruits in the south than Louisiana more players that can get him to a national championship he realized that at Notre Dame and Louisiana, per capita, is one of the best states out there in terms of elite talent. But you can win a national championship at LSU. You can stack them at Alabama, as as we've seen here recently. Or at least Sabin did it. So, yeah, well, and, you would leave and LSU to go to Bama.
3: That's the thing. Saban did it. If Saban would have just stuck at LSU for the entirety of his career, how many titles does he have there?
2: <laughs> more, than Probably just, a bunch. more than just the one that he had in 2003. I, I, yeah. I can
3: Probably a bunch. I feel so, like people saying that. So that's the thing, those, uh, you know, their fans, their students, their donors, everybody's going to have to understand, like, it, Bama made yes, yes, Bama is a blue blood, they've been, they are accomplished before, but Saban turned them into the, every single class that comes here wins a national title. So they're, you're going to have to figure out whether you're able to say that, oh, now Bama can do that too. Like, that's going to be tough, man.
2: 405, maybe this is why Zach Alley hasn't been made official. He's the next head coach at Alabama. The 29, 30, 31-year-old, no one really knows exactly how holdy he is. Uh, We got a text today during locked in saying, man, he's just way too young to be the OU defensive coordinator. (laughs) And <laughs> we've gotten more than a few tech today saying, this is why he's going to be the next head coach at Alabama. I, again, I think most people are, are joking, having fun when they say that. But I, I don't think the Alabama situation has anything to do with Zach Alley. I, but that's that's a guess for me.
3: Yeah. I mean, we've, and we've had a couple text messages on this. The most recent from Sooner Soldier tuning in, made the announcement after the portal was closed. Uh, the portal does... Reopen for those players. Correct. So for the next, they get another thirty-day window, and every team that has a coach um, leave, get fired, whatever, they have a thirty-day window reopen. So it's it's you know it, I, I don't think I don't think anything with the transfer portal's timeline had anything to do with uh, Nick Saban's decision to announce. And
2: I don't think that this is going to be a Texas A&M like exodus from the program. It's still Alabama, man. It's still a big time program. And they're going to hire a big-time head coach, if I'm guessing. Will there be some players leave via the portal? Maybe even a starter or two? Yeah, that, that might happen. But I don't think we're going to see anything like we saw at Texas A&M this offseason. That's, that's Texas A&M. This is Alabama. A little bit different.
3: Yeah, significantly different. And Chris in Chicago brings up a good text. The question we are all ignoring is: What will become of the disgraced head coach rehabilitation program? Ah, that's true. The famous Nick Saban finishing school for failed head coaches. When
2: Butch Jones gets fired at Arkansas State after next year, where's he going to go? Where's he going to be an analyst at?
3: That's a heck of a question, Chris. That's there's going to be somebody's going to scoop them all up. Charlie
2: Strong's been there. Maybe Charlie Strong was there this year. I think Major Applewhite was there at one point. Butch Jones was was there too. There's been a lot of head coaches that have been in the uh, disgraced head coach <laughs> program there at, uh, at Bama. 405-651-3439. A couple more segments on this Wednesday night. We'll get to more of your text and, yeah, more of the story that is uh, rocking in the college football world right now. Nick Saban stepping down at Alabama after six national championships in Tuscaloosa. More to come next.
0: Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. There are trucks, then there's the truck, GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate, GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma. You in a
1: great way. This message is for Karina. Our mom will finish her high school diploma at age 28. Hi, Mom. It's Emmett and Nicholas. Congratulations on getting your diploma. You worked so hard and have taught us so much. We We love love you. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.
2: Hi, this is Lisa Tally, broker and owner of Aria Real Estate Group. Aria Real Estate Group is Norman's premier full-service commercial and residential real estate brokerage and leasing and management firm. With our team of real estate agents, specialized property managers, and in-house maintenance team, Aria is here for you in every capacity. Whether you're a seller, a buyer, an investor, or a renter, we can help. Please explore our website at ariagroupok.com. Aria Real Estate Group the gold standard of real estate.
0: You know, players don't talk to the opposing team. I tell our players, you know, if you want to talk to the other team, join a goddamn debate team. I mean, I mean, excuse my language, but I'm really sorry for, you know, using the Lord's name in vain, but I just really get hot about what I see in sports that we promote. In the media and in every other way, that really is not a good thing. That's not what we're trying to accomplish in what we do. So.
2: Saving out at Alabama no, He didn't get fired for not winning the championship this year. He's just uh, retiring, moving on to do something else. My guess would be that he's on ESPN College Dame- Game Day. Um, but yeah, I'm sure Fox would. Like to have him on set as well. Would you? How would you feel about Saban on College Game Day moving forward? Like it? Love it? Hate it? Not much of an opinion.
3: Well, I, I'd enjoy it. I, I've enjoyed pretty much all of his media. Uh, I think he's good. Uh, he's a smart guy. Obviously, brings a ton of just, I mean, incredible perspective. Obviously, uh, yeah. I think, I think he'd be great.
2: CT in Piedmont says, "I think it's Sark to Alabama." Bo Davis. Just leaving makes sense now. Yeah, I. Bo Davis played at LSU, though. Is is the only thing?
3: Right. Yeah, I mean it's it's so a little bit different. So that's how I connect that one. Right. It's a little bit different, and and I don't think, like, I don't think the Bo Davis exit ha- signals that Sark is gone, but I do think I do think the job becomes. I mean, it's attractive for anybody, but becomes one that he might reach out and say, hey, uh, guys, uh, do you guys have any interest in me? Or his agent obviously would say, do you have any interest in my client? Because my client just made the college football playoff and beat you guys this year in Tuscaloosa. Um, So he'd love to coach there because, again, Texas is losing a ton of their roster, like a ton of it. All their contributors on offense for the most part. All their best players on defense are gone. Their middling quarterback may or may not come back, and they've got four offensive linemen coming back. That's essentially what's going on now. You start to lose coaches. I would, if I were Sark, I would, I would have my agent say, "Hey, I'll even give you a little bit of a deal."
2: I thought uh, the the transfer portal cycle for for this time is is coming to an end. It's like, all right, this kind of might feel like a little bit of a lull for college football news until we get to spring ball. No, nah, 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 nah. This sport is almost a 12-month news cycle now. And the news cycle is about to be kicked right back up to full throttle now that the Alabama job's open and the Michigan job. Like, the Alabama job on its own is going to be a massive story until they hire the next head coach. But if Michigan's open at the same time, like, get get ready. College football news is not going away for the next few weeks.
3: Right. Right. It's It, it never does. Never does. And Cherokee Sooner. Incredible texter, uh, so, so no no shock here. Hits us with another good one. My man Gunny could take Bama to new highs. Mm-hmm.
2: There'd be a uh, there'd be a cloud of smoke over Bryant-Denny Stadium every single That's Saturday. That's right.
3: They'd be going green.
2: Uh, Gundy, question mark, with the laughing face emoji. We've had a, a few of those today. Uh, 918 says, players saying Miss Terry is sick. I have not seen that. Uh, sure we'll hear a lot of rumors about why this happened though over the next few days 539 question if it's Dabo do you see Clemson taking a run at Brent Venables that's from Mark in the 539 yeah i mean he maybe may get an interview I, I don't know if he'd be the leading candidate to take over at clemson i just again i, I don't think that dabo is going to be the main target here for for bama 3 years ago 5 years ago absolutely i, I don't i just don't think that's the case today
3: yeah i yeah i don't think so i mean he's he's at a place that he loves you know a lot of people said oh if he ever took over as a head coach anywhere where would it be it's oklahoma i mean it's he's he's one of our own he's close to where he's from it's a blue blood it's i mean yeah i i i really don't see it i mean it 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 makes sense it's a good question um but I I think that he would turn that down and and stay at Oklahoma. And I think Oklahoma would step up to keep Brent Venables. And there's some reaction coming out from former Bama players now, Tyler. Marlon Humphrey tweets out, I would have been in that portal so fast after I heard Saban retiring. Wow, man. I mean, he's got so many NFL alumni, Tyler, that this will be – I mean, some of their reactions are going to be fantastic. And that's not good for Bama recruiting when you've got all of your best ambassadors being, when you learn that they're actually Nick Saban ambassadors and not Alabama ambassadors. Yeah, well,
2: on the NFL players, and and Sean sent me this graphic earlier, but I don't know if this is the most impressive Nick Saban stat of all time, but it's incredible nonetheless. Nick Saban, his coaching tenure at Alabama, which began in what, 2007? 29 losses, 44 first-round picks. He had 15 more first-round picks than he did losses at the University of Alabama in the SEC.
3: Good lord, I mean, there's gonna, there're gonna be so many ways to paint the picture of his career, um, and and it's almost gonna be a situation, Tyler, with like Tiger, like, like, obviously Tiger Woods, they can just reel off his stats and just say. Oh man, that's 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 jarring. How many ways can you talk about a career? Nick Saban's going to be the exact same way. And as as we speak, Hayes Fawcett announces that uh, five star plus Ryan Williams, wide receiver, has decommitted from Alabama. Ooh, Top happy 10 hunting, everyone! in the country. Happy so, hunting, everyone. I wonder, uh, I wonder what Casey Poe's up to right now.
2: Yeah, a lot of uh, people on the text line like Casey Poe. What's up, Jordan Renan? What's up? What's going on? Yeah, people will be making contact with uh, players on Alabama's roster and players that are uh, committed uh, to Alabama. But that's a top 10 recruit, the 24 class. Man, it's uh, it's already starting to happen there. 405-651-34-39 is the Meyer Chevrolet text line. OU does have a massive basketball game tonight. They're yeah. at TCU. TCU is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Big hoops game for OU. This is going to be one of the tougher weeks of the regular season for OU. Going to TCU and to Kansas, that's, th- th- this is going to be one of the more difficult weeks they have. And if you can go 1-1, one and one, heck, let's get greedy. If you go 2-0 and o during the stretch, then, uh, oh boy, then you're really excited to come on Monday. But if you just split this week, I think you even call that a success.
3: Yeah, I would, I mean, I would, if, if you're giving me a choice of, of, of where that split ends up. I would much rather win at KU, but, yeah, absolutely. You split If you split your games on the road and you protect your home court, you're a top three seed.
2: Yeah, number four seed right now, according to Lenardi in, uh, in bracketology. Yeah. Crazy. 405-651-3439. We'll wrap it up next right here on The Ref.
0: Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. At 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra. With available features like the V8 engine. The ultimate luxury interior. And of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra. Not just any truck. The truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional grade GMC.